Hi. <laughs> I've tried to do this recording now. This is my third time. So hopefully it's the right one. My name is Talitha and I go by goddess. And I'm here because I am starting a podcast. My, my podcast is going to be called Healing Out Loud. And it was created because I suffered a really bad heartbreak. I had to break away from conditioned mindset. And so I deconstructed. I deconstructed everything I knew so I could be something that I had never been before, happy. I say that knowing I earned it. I've earned the right to be happy. I have waited since I was 10. It's time. When I was 10, I had my first major heartbreak and it came at the hands of my dad. My brother had one night made a decision to see if toilet paper would burn in the toaster. And him and I worked to try to cover the smell and we couldn't do it. So when my dad came home, he got angry. And his decisions from that night led for us to be removed from the home. And we were sent to live with the relative. Bef when we went to live with them, I had a bedwetting problem. And so I would be woken up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom. And one night they woke me up, but I said no. And I was woken up with a plastic baseball bat across my back. I, I went through a lot in this year that I lived here. The person who was the meanest to me also was the person who molested me. She was really hard on me. I never knew why. I always ex suspected it was because I was fair-skinned. And during this time, I attracted a lot of attention because I was fair-skinned. I was bright <laughs> and that made her mad. There were times that she would throw me outside. Um, one time her and my brother threw me outside and threw ice water on me in the middle of the winter because I had made them mad or sh she would chase me down the street it was a really bad time for me. We went to court and I was so excited to see my dad. I ran over to him and I said, dad, it's me, your kid. He looked right through me and told me he didn't have any kids. And that was the day I stopped existing. I didn't care after that point the man I loved didn't love me anymore. Of course, I'm 10, so I can't understand any of this. So we go through this year 
my brother has pulled my hair so much, so hard that he dislocated my scalp. We would go across the street to fight at a neighbor's house because we couldn't fight where we were. And then finally my mom found us and we begged her, come get us. And she did. And I got pushed into a new hell. My stepdad didn't like black people. He wasn't racist, just didn't like us. And he called me and my brother, my mom's in children. I was the only girl that lived in the house. So I was spoiled. <laughs> but during this time, I also came into my boobs and I was almost kidnapped. I had a guy who followed me around in a Chester van when I was in the sixth grade. And he would wait for me to walk to school. It took a long time for him to finally leave me alone. My stepdad, he claimed that he was my friend. And so he checked my breast size for me because I wanted a black bra and he was gonna help me get one. So he called me into the room and he was filling my chest and he and then he told me, you better leave because I haven't had sex in a while. I was 13. One night, my stepdad gave me something to drink. A family friend found him standing over me and I was naked. I don't know what happened. I don't know that anything happened, but that situation led us to be, go back to it with my dad. My dad re-entered the picture. And so my brother and I left my mom's house to go live with my dad. And I was 14, 15. My dad let me go out on a date. I met the guy when I was living at my mom's house and my dad liked him. He let me go out. We went out to the desert. We were in, cause that's what we did. That's where we're from. We are, we're desert people. We're laying, looking at the stars. And then I said, no. And he didn't listen to me. I went home and continued on. I never told anybody. This was going to be my life. I kept getting myself into situations where men could hurt me. And it happened a lot. But it didn't matter. I didn't exist. At least that's what my dad told me. And so I met somebody when I was 15 after I had lost my virginity. And I fell in love hard. Problem was, he was 21. I was 15. So my dad had, did not agree with that at all. I ran away from home. 
because my dad was not going to tell me because, <laughs> you know, kids know everything. One day my dad saw me in the sky and he chased us in his car down the street. It, <laughs> yeah, good times. To this day, my dad still hates that man. To this day, he's still in my life. He just texted me earlier this evening just to check on me. I have been through a lot. I have been abused. And I know that doesn't make my story is not any different than anybody else's. It's what I did with it though. I've always been a giving person, sometimes too nice. And people take advantage of that. And I don't always know how to stand up for myself because I don't exist. At least I didn't exist. I got married when I was 21, 22 to a man I didn't love because he asked me to marry him in front of my dad and I didn't wanna lie. I didn't wanna say yes and then go back on my word because I didn't want to embarrass him. And I shouldn't have married him. But I didn't know how to get out of the situation. And I'm glad I didn't because I got a daughter out of it. But he was so mean to me. And in, if I'm honest, some of it was my fault because he knew I didn't love him. I told him that I could only be with him when I was drinking. I was not a good person to him. I was mean, but I felt trapped. I felt like I couldn't get away from him. And then one night, he had hypoglycemia. And so when he's, his sugar would drop, he would go into blackout comas. And he would never remember what he did. He took it by force because he said, maybe I would love him then. I've shared that story. I, I don't know why I'm showing emotion right now. It's not, <clears throat> it's not as bad now, but that's what led me to get a divorce. Not the only reason, obviously, but that's what pushed me up and over because we had reached a point that if he could do that to me, I didn't want to put him into a situation where he could do worse. And so for both of us, I left. It wasn't easy. <laughs> we had a very horrible, horrible breakup and he got married 
pretty soon after we broke up, which is fine. But that only added to the issues and the kids were the ones who suffered. Right after him, I met somebody else who has now passed away. But again, four years, I was with him and I was empty. I loved him though, I really did. We just didn't work out. And then my ex. <laughs> <clears throat> all of these stories, I will go into more detail later, but this is just kind of a timeline and I have a propensity to ramble and I don't really want to lose anybody, but they say your first podcast is the worst one. So just bear with me. <laughs> my, my last boyfriend, him and I have a daughter together and I actually met him the same year that I met the 21 year old and they know each other. It's the weirdest story, but that's my life. My life is just full of these weird coincidences all the time. And I don't know who I am. At least I don't think I do. I fluctuate because I've lived under the expectations of everybody else for so long. I was the good girl. My dad told me that he never worried about me because he knew I would land on my feet. And that has to be one of the most hurtful things I've ever been told in my life. Because I want people to worry about me too. I don't want to be the strong one. I don't want to be the reliable one. I don't want to be everybody's everything. But that's my makeup. That's who I am. The big thing that everybody's going to be interested in is demon. Everybody wants to know about demon. <laughs> and I'm going to tell that story, but... That man is amazing and deserves his own show. <laughs> so we'll talk about him later, but it's because of him that I'm here. I went through the world's worst heartbreak and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I know how that sounds, but I finally met somebody that allowed me to be as weird as I was. And he never questioned me. If I went too far into my, my explanations of things, he grounds me, he pulls me back, but he never tells me I'm dumb. No matter how weird my situation or my thoughts are, He offered me a safe space that I had never had before. I'm scared. I am really scared. 
I am stepping into this arena, not by choice. <laughs> I'm being called to do this and I don't know why. You guys are gonna see a lot of tears from me because I cry all the time. I believe in people. I believe that people are arguing because they don't recognize that they're saying the same things. And I want to be a voice that kind of gives that third perspective that maybe we can have better conversations. I want to talk about Disney. I want to talk about everything because there's so much that I don't know that I'm going to learn every time I talk to somebody. I want to be better. I don't want to hurt people anymore. I don't want to be selfish anymore. I had a conversation earlier today and I was told that I'm settling because of my situation. But Nobody can completely appreciate my situation until I actually get down and actually share my story, which I will. Even right now, my heart is racing. I'm scared to death. I don't know what to say because there's so many different things that make me unique. I I completely lost. <laughs> but love is magic. And I am love. So by definition, I'm magic. And I'm here to show you guys a trick. You can be two different things at one time. It's very easy. And I, and I want to be able to show people that that's, that's a possibility. It really is. You're not held to what everybody else sees you as. I have family that I don't talk to. I have friends that come and go. My life is pretty lonely because I'm a season. I like to call myself a healer, an inclusive healer which means my life is very lonely because people come in and then they leave me because they no longer need me. I started to exist in 2021. I started to lose weight. I joined a sorority. I met some amazing women who pushed me into healing. They wanted me to go to therapy, which is an amazing tool, but it just wasn't for me. And so I did an, a lot of internal work. I went through the ringer. I got down so far into my depression that I cut. Because for me, I had to shock myself to get myself out of that pain because my brain was like, what are you doing? And it worked, but it was not a good decision. 
but I didn't have anybody to talk to. That's kind of the reason I want to do a podcast. At least I'm talking, you know, even though this is a recorded piece, I'm still talking. And it's through my talking that I heal because sometimes it's in those ramblings that you figure out why you are a certain way. How do you do this? How do you get on here and make a recording and not know what to say? (laughs) I have show ideas. My shows will be great, but to talk about me is hard. Living has been the hardest thing I've ever done. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. Living while while being an empath. Living in a world that doesn't give a shit about you. While still trying to give a shit about it. It's really hard. I want to make a difference. If I just reach one person, I've done my job and I've done my calling. (laughs) How do I reach him now? I've met some amazing people so far. I don't know if I am up to the, the challenge, but I'm here. I have cried enough tears and gotten nowhere. I'm hoping that this show will help me finalize my healing, allow me to do what I do best, which is to love other people. These awkward silences, I am so glad that Somebody shared with me that your first one is always the worst one. (laughs) People are mean. People are so mean. And they expect everybody to live life the way they do. And if you don't, you're worthless. I've lived my life worthless. And I don't want to be worthless anymore. I know I hold value. I know I'm unique. And I know that when I love you, I love you for real. None of this fake stuff that's contingent on you doing something for me. I really am a believer in community. I'm a believer in helping people. I would love to live in a little house on the prairie dynamic, just not in that time because a girl needs running water. But (laughs) I just wanna get back to a time where we actually cared about people. It's so disheartening 
when you see people pulling out their cameras and not helping. Capturing the moment is so much more important than saving a life. And I get it. You don't want to get involved because you might get hurt and it makes sense. I just don't agree with it. Thank you if you made it this far. But I, I'm here. I'm here because I'm being called to be. I'm here because I know that I can offer a new perspective and a different way of seeing things. I'm here because I know that my heart is genuine and I really, really want to help people. I want to do stuff in the name of my daughter's father who passed away because this is his dream too. I have a lot of awkward silences and I look down a lot because I am awkward. <laughs> but I am so excited to be here with you guys and I really hope you stick around because I really do think we're going to learn a lot from each other. I love you. Thank you so much for waking up today. And if nobody tells you, you matter. And the world spins so much better with you in it. Until next time, thank you for hanging out with me. And I hope to see you soon.